He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> there actually is a few housekeeping details that we need to go through. Sorry, I'm messing up your stuff. It's okay. Do you got it? We're good? I think so. All right. Hi. So before we even start, <laughs> the other day I get a phone call from my mother. Oh. And she's like, is Jesse okay? <gasps> Why? And I'm like, what do you, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like. Yeah, in what context, right? Marta? <laughs> Mentally, physically, yeah. both. Emotionally. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, anyways, she, sorry, your dog did it again on my lap. <laughs> I thought it was your, because it feels like it's just you taking two fingers and being like, do, do. And sometimes we have sign language and stuff, right? Yeah. Anyways. I promise my sign language will never be groping your upper thigh. Okay. <laughs> Too bad. I can't say the same for my dog. Um, so anyways, she, it's like, well, like I saw him post a picture on Facebook and his knees look really oh, bruised. God. And she's like, what is that from? And I was like, I think it might be tobogganing. Yes. However, I'm sure he would tell you a different story. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have just confirmed. I was at an orgy and... Right. No, but you know, it was from tobogganing, except in that picture when I posted it, I didn't even notice how bad it looked. It's because I obviously had like eight filters on it. So one of them really enhanced the contrast. I'll show you my knee after. Not only that, but you're also wearing ripped knee jeans in minus 25 No, no, that, that was a nice day. It, it always makes your skin look purple. Yeah, you may be right. But it really does look like a bad bruise. But there is no bruise on my knee. I'll show you. So <laughs> I don't know what, what that was from. I can only assume it was uh, tobogganing. As soon as I saw it, I went straight to the comment section. Yeah, what did this? <laughs> my sister's. <laughs> Tagging Jenna, like, Jenna, you got to deal with this. Like, we can't, but that's all anybody was commenting. It looked like a bit of a dirty bird. Picture? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Maybe I'll get a that, date. Do you remember that time when we were working Blues Fest one year and you posted a picture of these pants you had that had knee pads built into yes, them? Yes, yes. And you put like a caption, something about oh. like being on your knees or something. And you got in so much trouble. I got in trouble. Yeah, our old radio <laughs> station. And it was my personal Instagram. And they got mad at me. But yeah, I guess knees and sucking dick is a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I had to call you out on that. But my mom was like, oh my gosh, is he okay? <laughs> well, thanks for your concern. I got a call from my mom after that picture too. And all she had to say was, what's with all these perverts leaving comments on your photos all the time? All these old men, do they think they have a chance? I was like, I love you, mom. Uh, little do they know that, little does she know that you are the pervert. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I write back is how much money do you have? Right. You know, money talks. Yeah. I got a, a story about, uh, no, I'm not going to say perverts because it is just a fetish, but well, well, now you got, what were you going to say? I don't know. Did, did we have anything else for housekeeping before we dive in though? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> you're really, okay. Oh, I do have, I do have a list, but I'm trying to figure out where you're going. With oh, okay. No, no, no. Stuff. I'm not going with pervert. Well, every story we have is a little perverted. I mean, you're right. perverted. Yes. Um, but guess what? So I went swimming today for I the know first you did. time. I know you did. Uh, <laughs> I did. Cause I, it's funny cause swimming is really hard to get a booking. They're filled up right away. Oh, you have to book like at the gym. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, cause they, you only allow like eight people in the pool at once. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I 
just went through all of the rec centers looking for a place and got one at eight o'clock. And I didn't even, I'd never been there, but I put in my little GPS and it took me to your backyard. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a pool back there. Don't say which one you were at. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the creeps. Exactly. But yeah, I, the reason I know you were there this morning is because I woke up to a text from Jenna being like, I'm swimming at like seven 30 in the morning. Well, good for you. You know? So I loved it. No, I loved it. It was great. I love swimming and it was really nice to be back in the pool. The lungs were, oh, they were screaming, but I still managed to be only like a three or four minutes slower than I was when I was swimming a lot. Okay. In total. So they, cause they've been closed since the gym. So it's been since yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Wow. So I'm leaving. I'm in this great mood because swimming, you like exert so much energy <laughs> that your face is like burning for hours after I go to get my car and I pull out and then I notice that there's just like a ticket on my car and I'm like I parked at a rec center there's no pay I look around no pay parking you know and I'm like okay and then I read it and it's one of these stupid things that was like (laughs) this isn't a parking ticket but it looks like one because you're an idiot that doesn't know how to park you (laughs) park like 10 elephants two cats and a dog and a chimpanzee or some shit like that you know you're right it had African animals and it says I hope the fleas of a thousand monkeys infest your armpit right right I I didn't read the whole thing because honestly I was (laughs) because one the parking lot was fairly empty so even if I was taking up two it's like there was lots of available and I will admit I'm not a very good parker (laughs) so I always check myself and yes I was on the line however I was not over it okay so I was kind of like what a grumpy fucking person (laughs) like they must be having a horrible morning so I just thought that was really weird and I just can't believe that there's these fools out there <laughs> that walk around with these things in their pockets. Well, like you said, you were in my backyard and that'll teach you to wake me up with a text saying you're exercising. Okay. <laughs> you're welcome. Did you hear that? So you're the idiot that walks around with those in your pocket. I didn't have it in my pocket. I've had those fake parking tickets since I was like nine. And when I got your text, I was taking the dogs out. So I just brought one with me. Also, I was like, this person's a dumbass because it says like, province or like location and you fill it in by hand yeah so uh, in the make of the car it says Kona and I was like no it's a Hyundai asshole (laughs) and that didn't give you a clue that it was me I can't believe all day she didn't text no idea that I had done that I thought instantly you'd know and I even tried to disguise my handwriting to be look like a straight guy like a little bit scribble well it was shitty handwriting I don't think I'd be when do when have I ever seen you handwrite well just if it was nice bubble like with heart dotted eyes (laughs) maybe not apparently not I'm glad I can still get pranks over on you um yeah I was he you didn't ruin my day, but I, I was want to ruin your day. I, I, was a, see you. I was a little confused as to like why this person was so upset with me <laughs> and my parking job. Leave it to you to take it serious. <laughs> oh, who's mad at me? Right. Oh god. Um, also, before we move forward, and I know this isn't in real time, but we can't not acknowledge this very special day. It's what? a very special day. It is um, hold on, I have to bring it up here. Oh, I know what day. National Drink Wine Day. I always want to say like National Red Wine Day, but no. National National Red Wine Day is a dark day for us. Right, exactly. (laughs) Not today, though. That's when we got canned. Yeah, Red Wine Day. But National Drink Wine Day, we can get on board with. So I know this isn't in real time, but whatever. I thought that it would be interesting to pull up this survey that kind of 
lets you know how many glasses in one sitting that people are having on average. I thought maybe you and I could kind of see where we are on the scale. (laughs) Well, Um, you know, these days, wine glasses are made oversized, undersized, tall, thin. So what is a glass, really? Well, that was my thing. Are we talking a five-ounce glass, an eight-ounce glass? I've never had either. If I drink straight from the box with a straw, that's technically one glass. Right. So... What does it say? What many ounces? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh. But I'm assuming it's like restaurant standard. So probably five ounces. That's nothing. Like, can we at least go with nine? Five right. ounces is like two sips. That's the jumbo size. Yeah. Okay. So 74% of people surveyed only have one or two glasses. Ugh. 9% say they drink at least five. There we or go. Or they just finish the entire bottle. Okay. After you drink five glasses of wine, you lost count <laughs> you're open another <laughs> bottle that's what you do there's not even five glasses in a small bottle i think like, there's like three it's not a small bottle just <laughs> okay a 750 mil it's a regular size bottle of wine not for us i do think that what is 175 175 what oh that's math 750 milliliters what are you trying oh, to figure but out i can only do ounces in my head <laughs> anyways but i'm thinking i do think if my old Bart hag days that one bottle is equivalent to four glasses of wine okay so there you go so just finish the bottle if you're in the five glass can uh this survey also dove into and you can tell it's american by their taste in wines fyi uh but what types of wines they like to drink okay 18% 18% said they are Merlot drinkers. Oh, I thought it was going to be white. Which that's, but Merlot's a fairly heavy wine. Yeah, yeah, well, so we're Americans. hey <laughs> Six, 16% say Ziffendale. Oh, Sugar City. Again, American. Sweet. Coming in third was, quote, I don't know my wine types. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be me. Yeah. Before I met you. Right. <laughs> thing is like you know the guy did he calls me a wine song I'm like I'm not I buy cheap wines I just learned how to select the cheap wines better yeah I will say you you're a bit of a wine judgy but you still drink it like you're not a wine snob whereas to me a wine snob is like someone who's like I won't even have a glass of that right you'll just make fun of my box but you'll still drink it any wine connoisseur knows a good eight dollar bottle just like they know a good eight hundred dollar bottle yeah that you're saying you can get a good eight yeah for sure a hundred percent well it's funny sidebar and i have a story about this this virtual conference i'm helping (laughs) out with after what happened there's an emergency on my foot oh is he okay come here lopez oh my god are you okay lopez you'll learn a bit lopez sorry he's a drama no i moved my feet and he was there oh not both yeah but you didn't step on him you just moved your foot oh well he's very dramatic i'm sorry i'm sorry can i tell you something about lopez even sometimes if i go to reach for something on a top cupboard too quickly he thinks i'm gonna hit him and he like whimpers (laughs) i'm like lopez i'm not gonna hit you I don't know what happens at his dad's house. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. Uh, I was, I'm helping it with this wine conference thing, or that's a doctor conference, not important, but part of it is a wine tasting. So the one I was helping out with last night, there's this sommelier and she's giving this wine talk. And she's like, so you see, you don't have to be afraid of spending no money on a bottle of wine. You can get a great bottle of wine for 25 or $30. I was like, What? Well, we had that sommelier, Aaron, a yeah. long time ago on our podcast. Also, if you are just getting into wine, I highly suggest going and listening to that podcast. Yeah. We learned a lot about wine, but I've been with her and she, like many times we've drank wine together and 
there's no shame in having a really good eight, nine, ten dollar bottle of wine. No, no shame at all. Especially if it's low sugar. Yeah, I've had really shitty expensive wines too. Yes, yeah, it's about your palate as well. Shiraz, but so the survey also found that nine percent of people say wine gives them the worst hangovers hmm. that out of any type of alcohol. Nine percent always buy boxed wine. <laughs> it's the best value. And three percent. This would make me laugh out loud. Three percent always cry when they drink wine. <laughs> Oh, like you get emotional. I've had a few nights like that. <laughs> I bet. You know what I get emotional from wine is the next day, the wine hangover. I could watch like a Kleenex commercial and I start tearing up. Yeah. I think that's just like the combination of being like tired and dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think wine is your worst hangover? I think mine's beer. My hangover is independent, actually rum. Ooh. I don't, I haven't drank rum since college. Right. There was a reason. So all of us girls were drinking rum and Cokes all the time in university. Cause yeah. when you start going to, you know, like, that's all you really learned how that's to order. That's so funny. My brother's 21 and that's his go-to drink right, right now. Right. Yeah. So, and they're sweet and taste good and rum makes you silly. So we were drinking that. And in the morning, all of us girls would just be like deathly ill, not feeling good. Oh. And like, we would say that we would also, it gives you the runs. Rum gives you, and we would, oh, call, does it? we would call it rum bum. Oh, they're going to say rum runs. No, we'd have rum bum. Rum bum. Yeah. And then like, rum, bum, bum, bum. and then we saw the sh- sugar content of a rum and Coke and we were oh. like, oh, thank God we play soccer. <laughs> yeah. so the sugar content of Coke. Yeah. So immediately we switched over to vodka with crystal clear or crystal okay. light or whatever that drink is. Oh, can never drink that again. Either. Is that the, like, the powder? And yeah, water? yeah. Yeah. Because it was zero calories. Oh, yeah, but it's important because when you get a bit older, you realize that your body processes spirits as sugar too. Right. So it's like double the sugar. Right. Marla Hooch. Marla Hooch. Hey, we haven't heard about her in a while. I know. Um, So as I was mentioning this spine comp, I don't even want to get into this whole explanation of what it is, but part of my day job because stand-up comedy has been murdered uh, is to, by the way, I'm at Yuck Yucks again this Sunday. Say the date. uh, February 27th. Thank you to everyone who came last weekend. <laughs> it was great. So uh, I'm helping out with this virtual spine conference. Basically, all these doctors get together and, you know, compliment each other. Okay. Anyway, one of the other guys that's helping out with the conference used to work in film. And he worked on a Sylvester Stallone movie in Toronto called Driven. I've never seen it. Have you? I didn't know Sylvester Stallone was still in movies. But well, okay. this was a long time ago. Oh, okay. This was like early 2000s. Yeah, no, I'm not a big Stallone fan. <laughs> I don't think you will be after this either. Actually, maybe you will be. But the reason we got onto the story is because before the conference started, some of the doctors were chatting and they had their mics on. So they were like making fun of other doctors. And as the like the showrunners, we're behind the scenes with our cameras off, listening to all this gossip, thinking they got to learn to turn their mics off. And, you know, being from radio and him from film, we were like, we know better than to do that. So anyway, he starts telling me this story about when he worked with Sylvester Stallone. And one time they took a break from filming this movie Driven and Stallone went back to his trailer and forgot to turn his mic off. And all they could hear was him going, cup him, cup him, cup him. Because he had a girl in there. He brought a girl back to his trailer. And, and he I was could... telling her to cup his balls? Yes. Is that all she wanted? Was her to just like cup well, them and like hold them? I don't know. I assume she, she was. cradle them? <laughs> sing them along the <laughs> Nobody knows. I assume she was giving him head. Cup them. Can you hear? Stallone? Yeah, yeah. Cop-um, We're not good cop-um. at doing the impression, no. but I guarantee people are like, oh, that's Stallone. Cup them, cup them. And I don't think in the, the few blowjobs I've had in my day, I've ever said cup them. Has anyone said that to you? 
cup them. Maybe jingle them a little bit. I don't or know. Or play with my Squeeze balls. Them. Yeah, cup them. Cup, just gently cup them. <laughs> so then lunch break ended and he came back to set like nothing happened. And because he was the big star, everybody pretended that they didn't realize. But that's all they heard on it. First of all, you'd think Sylvester Stallone would have some like, or some PA assistant as soon as the scene is over would run up and take his mic off. Or his assistant. Right, or, or somebody yeah. take the mic away from him. Good good point. But all they heard was him just saying, cup them. Well, the sound, okay, so the sound tech that had the headphones on that was hearing it heard whatever, and then he called this guy, David, over and was like, listen, you got to hear this. <laughs> so I don't know how much they heard or how long they listened in. It was a couple of straight guys, so I doubt they were that interested. They but... should. I was like, they should have TikToked that, but they don't have TikTok. Yeah, they barely had internet then. Anyway, so I thought that was an interesting real life story. Little sleaze, remember sleaze? Right. Oh wait, Sylvester whenever Stone. there's a microphone around you, be careful. Don't say anything you don't want people to hear. Yeah, kind of like you on our Insta stories. I love sucking dick. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me to take it down. I did not say that. No, I didn't share it on mine. No. I know. <laughs> I sure did. I love that clip. I didn't say that. All, all I said was, okay, there's not a bad time to, I guess. Oh, careful. You almost did it again. That was going to be a second week clip. Oh, God. Okay. Uh -huh. What are you, Where are you at? Your three headlines are kind All about of dating. About dating. So yeah. do you just want to go with yours three? Well, what do you think? Sure. Because mine mine is, um, there's a new trend in mask wearing that involves smells. <laughs> And I also have a little bit of a history lesson, a little bit Boring. of, a, no, it's about butt plugs, Oh, the history of butt plugs and what they were originally developed for. Well, now that's interesting. I think we should keep that one for the very end. Or mm -hmm. do you want to start with it? Let's start with a, I mean, we, let's start with a bang. Well, well, which one's a bang? I think the butt plugs. Yeah. Let's start okay. with the butt plugs. Can anybody tell that we didn't plan this episode ahead of time? <laughs> we never plan the order. No, we used to. We used to. Maybe we've gotten a little too confident. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I love history though. And, mm. you know, back in when I was in high school and I think it was grade eight, I had a social study teacher and I can't remember her name and I'm so sorry because she was awesome. But at the very final Friday of every month, nobody was allowed to bring books to class. No pens, oh, no books, nothing. Awesome. You just had to sit there and she would tell you like the dark, the other side of like medieval times or the other side of everything. Oh, that's so, you know, one class we sat there and she talked about hygiene in the middle ages and what it was, Ooh. how gross it was and like all of that. But it was just so cool. And I love fun history like that. So that's why this butt plug, the history of the butt plug really stood out to but me. Before you start, see what you just said about your teacher is so interesting that, you know, that is something kids would find fascinating hygiene in the middle ages. Why isn't that part of the curriculum? Cause you still have to take care of your body now. Now that I think back, I think it was part of the curriculum. Oh. <laughs> she just put a fancy bow on it and it's like Friday, no books. Let's all talk the gross stuff. Smart teacher, right? smart teacher. Very smart, very smart. Sometimes it's smart to tell your kids to just put down the books and listen. Yeah. Right. Cause I don't remember a lot from high school but I remember that. Parenting advice from the messy podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you know how a lot of people right now are into like home remedies natural remedies and procedures to like help right. uh uh do anything help uh, common ailments whoa common that was a hard word to find common ail or to cure common ailments oh my god okay <laughs> so back in 1890 yeah dr young's rectal dilators hit the market yeah, they were being sold and prescribed. According to Dr. Young himself, the rectal dilation tool could cure insanity 
oh, with three quarters of howling maniacs reporting that the device cured them after a few weeks of usage. Oh, it's just because you shove anything in your ass hard enough, it'll shut you up. Right. <laughs> Dr. Young made clear that many of his patients would panic at the size of the hard rubber instrument. Oh. So there was a set of four that kind of looked like different torpedoes. Yeah. Um, and they were about anywhere. The smallest one was about an inch. The biggest one went up to four inches. Oh, my. Yeah. So here was the instructions on the anal boo-boos. So when you say torpedo, I'm picturing like the modern day butt plug shape. Yeah, but the, it wasn't it wasn't as curved as much as it was like sharp. No, like, it wouldn't be a pointy like it wouldn't have been painful. Well, I mean, like painful. But do you know what I mean? It, no, they, I don't. They weren't they don't look much different. OK. And if you follow us on YouTube or whatever, we'll flash up a, a picture of them. Okay. Um, they didn't look much different than what you'd find in a store today. And what were they made of? I don't know. Oh. That they didn't say what they were made of. Okay. Uh, uh, Dr. Young, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Here's the instructions that were on the box yes. or whatever. Okay. Warm them in warm water. Lubricate the outside of the device using Dr. Young's very own branded lube, by the way. Okay. Brand, I'm glad you said Brandon, not his own lube. Right? I did write Dr. Young's very own lube and then quickly realized what that would sound like. Yeah. <laughs> and gently insert in the rectum as far as the flange or rim. What's a flange? Your finger. Oh. Or flange. Flange a thing? I don't know. Anyways, don't put it too far up is what that was saying. Oh, yeah. Phalange is a finger. But it wasn't just for the, like, insanity for maniacs that apparently it was supposed to cure. <laughs> Dr. Young said that it corrected a ton of things like constipation, oh. promoted refreshing sleep, relieved bad breath. Okay, calm down. Acne, hmm. anemia, insomnia, anorexia, headaches, diarrhea, hemorrhoids, indigestion, oh. nervousness, irritability, cold extremities, and more. Okay, do we know any of those that are true? Well, the only reason, so these were on the market from, what did I say, 1890? 1890 until 1940. Wow. So they were there for a long time. The reason that they were pulled off shelves as medical devices or whatever is because some, like, politician was like, no, they're dangerous, a.k.a. he used it and went too far up. Or too hard or too yeah. fast. I'll tell you something. Sidebar story. Uh -oh. I know. I don't know this guy. But I have a friend, this happened to a friend of a friend of mine, is in the hospital right now because he had anal sex too rough and, oh, it, no. and it gave a little tear up there. Yeah, and, which is but, so dangerous. And listen to this, he didn't even notice that it teared. So all of a sudden it got infected yeah. and he like, he almost like lost his whole rectum. Oh yeah. Like you open up to like that septic shock and shit. And do you remember Sex with Sue Sunday nights would say, be so careful. She would always go on and on about like another oh, reason to wear a condom. Well, yes, but she would always be like, anal's not worth it almost. Yes, it is. But you just have to be very careful. Right. And you can't be too careful. So that story really freaked me out. What? For a second, I thought we were recording. No, we are. We were just <laughs> <Trip balls. laughs> That parking ticket did throw you off today. <laughs> okay. Second story about that. Dr. Young was his name. Yeah. My grandfather, who's now passed away, God rest his soul. He had bad asthma in his life and he had a doc, an asthma doctor. And one day he was seeing him and he was kept, he was Asian and he had a thick accent, you know, old white guys don't do well with that. Right. So this doctor was like, I think you need to see a lung specialist. So he kept saying, you need to see a lung doctor. You need to see a lung doctor. But it sounded like 
you need to see a young doctor. So my grandpa kept being like, no, I don't. I'm fine with you. I'm not, I don't, have an issue. <laughs> I don't need anyone younger. I'm not ageist. I'm just fucking racist. Cause I can't understand what you're saying. Dr. Young, but it was, he was saying yeah, lung doctor. Anyway, love that's that story. Too funny. Cute. Right. But I, I just thought that was really interesting that that's how they started. Started was, I just, I'm curious from that list you read, are any of those ailments cured? cold extremities I could see because gets your blood pumping constipation obviously <laughs> I mean the one headache I, I'm sure I mean if you get your blood pumping and if you orgasm apparently that's a really big cure sure. to a headache which is funny because a lot of women will be like honey no I have a headache yeah. when in reality I hear boning helps. helps anorexia don't really understand that one there was a few that you said I was like what yeah. sounded like this young doctor just wanted to well he did it for a long time 1890 to 1940 I'm not a mathematician but that's a long time and so people bought into it or maybe he had a lot of satisfied customers and the politician that you that said no and got rid of them was definitely either he used it and it hurt him or I don't know, something else, but he had a personal connection. Yeah, he did. Yeah. By the way, I, is Vancouver still in lockdown? Do you they know? never were. Oh, they never were. Well, Toronto is. And because Ottawa's open now, I'm seeing all these salty statuses today being like, it's not fair. Doug Ford sucks. And he's just eating breakfast sandwiches and all this stuff because they're mad that Ottawa were opening up again with comedy shows and the gym and, and Toronto's not. Right. But please still be responsible. Yeah. Still wash your hands. Still use hand sanitizer. Still wear your mask. Still social distance when possible. Like, yeah. You know, I, I said this a long time ago. I was on two flights with COVID within feet, meters of me. Yeah. And the reason that I didn't get it is because they were wearing a mask and I was wearing a mask and I was conscious of everything. Everyone else around me was conscious of keeping things tidy and germ-free. So it does work. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of people on both sides of the spectrum right now being like, yeah, let's open up everything and go crazy. And then others being like, no, we shouldn't even go outside of our house. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is something we're going to have to live with for probably another couple of years. So we need to find a way of doing it as responsibly as possible. You ever thought about running for office, Jenna? I feel like <laughs> a quick background check. <laughs> it would put an end to that. Well, it's a good reminder because you're right. I think people are COVID fatigued. And so this idea mm -hmm. that lockdowns are ending, give a feeling well, of a free for all. And it I can't think be we that need way. to start being a little bit more empathetic with people and understanding too. stop shaming people for doing stuff, you know, like stop shaming people for going to want to get their fucking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm getting my hair cut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, I'm sorry, let them, People need to do these little things to make themselves feel like alive again for a brief moment. And just because you say you hate lockdown doesn't mean you're against it. It's just, right. we hate it. Right. That's all. It's all sucks. Okay. What else? Um, oh, just a little quick thing. Does this turn you off? Gravy is just dead animal sauce. Not at all, because I would drink gravy out of a cup if it was socially acceptable. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to ask you that. And to me, I'm like, well, meat is just dead animals. So how is saying it's dead animal sauce any grosser? Right. And for the vegetarians out there, uh, like, have you ever had cranberry sauce? That's just mushed up cranberries. <laughs> yeah, that's dead fruit. Yeah. Sometimes I, you know, like I said, a lot of facts like that won't really turn me off because growing up with a immigrant German grandfather and then a first generation born Japanese grandmother, he ate a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. So nothing really creeps me out, you know? 
or like will turn me off. The only things that do is like veal, for example. I what? won't eat veal. Why? Because the way those baby cows are killed oh. is just too much for me. And I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> but she'll eat McDonald's chicken nuggets. No problem. Okay. Yeah, I have those. And for, <laughs> I went and got McDonald's for the first time, actually, since the, a year, probably. What, what'd you order? I went and got breakfast. Oh, that's the best thing from there. Egg McMuffin. And I find it keeps you full all day. Right. Yeah. Because there's like, well, there's about 580 calories, except for if you got the hash brown and like who goes to McDonald's and doesn't get the hash brown. That's the whole excuse to go. Fucking psychos. Yeah. So did you have another story? You... I do. Oh, well, so what do you want to do? What's your last night? Well, I don't know. We'll do mine. Yeah. Finish yours okay. and then we'll get into Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> we were just talking about COVID and we we're talking about how COVID like is now a part of life. Hopefully not. So masks are now a part of life. I'm about to buy my second round of masks again. Because if you think about it, you bought, if you bought cloth ones at the very beginning of the pandemic, they're now a year old. And they're not up to code anymore with the dual layers and the filters and the... No, no. (laughs) Um, So it figures that like, I don't know why we did not think of this a long time ago. Because we have talked about people selling used panties for a while now. Why didn't we think of selling masks with used vagina on it? What? Yeah. Didn't Gwyneth Paltrow just do this? No, she made a candle that like replicated the smell of her vagina. This is actually like, I have worn a mask in my panties all day and then I sell them and those person wears those all day on their mouth. Oh yeah. So just like, like people that sniff panties, like orange is the new black, but with masks. Right. right. So apparently there's this whole part of the internet. And I don't know if you've heard of this, that sells fetish items. It's like a a free market. It's called sniffer. Funny enough. (laughs) Um, So there's a seller on it named cat, which also I am not making this up cat on sniffer. And she has (laughs) been selling these. (laughs) smelling smelling vaginas she's been smelling these vagina scented masks for about a year now and this is what her quote was and at first I was like so grossed out because I don't know just I don't even like my used panties like what I don't know well so this is what she says quote different strokes for different folks right she goes I think people like them because they're able to enjoy a fetish outside of their home because everyone's locked down now, right? Ah. I think it's like a little secret only they know and it makes it risky and fun. It's personally thrilling to me knowing that a mask I've had in my panties or shoes, because sometimes she does foot scent too, is now being worn on someone's face and they're enjoying it. Foot scent? Gross. Right. So they sell for between 5 and $250, although they say the average is around 15 and they come in a range of ways and places where they've been worn before they're sold so for example like strapped inside of a thong Uh stuffed into bras i would that wouldn't be good for me because i don't have any booby sweat that smells oh my god i'm trying to but can you order like an activity like run also people that have been wearing their own mask you know when you've worn a mask and you can smell your spit yes yeah so people sell those and also, I didn't want to include this in my notes, but I'm just going to drop it in here because it's really gross. But pee ones. Oh. Ones that they peed on and let dry. Oh. Right. Okay. We're a, using a new mic, so I wonder if that picked up. A couple thoughts about that piece, about all of this. But okay, in my like porn viewing as of late, 
I've been noticing as of late. No, but this is a change oh. I've noticed as of late is a lot more pee videos. So I don't know whether this is, is a, it what you're searching. No, I'm not searching them, but they're just there. And it's like, like under the most popular categories. Yeah. And so I'm like, what is with people in lockdown or more people into this P thing now? Uh, I, but I, am I just noticing it? Am I into Again, it? <laughs> a different stri- Wait, I mean, no, I don't think whatever so. floats your boat, I would pick a more, less messy fetish personally. Yeah. I don't, but that's that. me because I'm super, you know, me and neat and tidy. I don't want to have to clean up all of that. Yeah, no. Ooh. This though, this business is genius. You know, I just saw today a gay guy on my Facebook uh, auctioning off a, a jock he was wearing for charity. And gays do that sort of thing all the time. So right. It's genius. Is it a used jock? Yeah, he's like, this one I'm wearing can be yours kind oh. of thing. So, yeah. I mean, hey, we should make some money for the pot. Hey, we got to talk, Jenna. <laughs> I'm not above that. If we do it, we're doing it secretively, okay? Well, then nobody will want them. Well, I I don't know if I want someone intentionally buying Jenna's used panties. Like using them and putting them in an envelope and sending them off is fine. But I don't want someone to seek out my used panties. Well, you know what I mean. we might, we could be rich because that know, creeps me out a bit. Our listeners are freaks. Don't you remember the fan mail we got at the station? With All the right. Dick? Let's do a Instagram poll right now. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Who would buy? our used panties either together or separate right <laughs> right please let us know it's <laughs> like we're waiting like, for a response yeah. Here's the if number. there's a market for it we can talk about it when we were on the radio we got a fan mail of a full-on dick pic and i i still have it in my phone it was a video of a rock hard dick with a sign that said hello jenna and jesse her name was first so obviously it was from a straight guy ladies first i still appreciate being included and then a Considering couple Considering he was sending it to you. I'm well, no, he sent it to our like chat. Remember, it was a big scandal at the station. He sent it to the app or whatever. Oh, I didn't know. Anyway, and so I saved that shit quick before JP could erase it because I wanted to keep it. Surprise, I wasn't the one that quickly erased it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a me move. No, Jesse, what? come on, Jenny, you could give me five seconds. Yeah. And then later on, we got another fan mail saying they want a human centipede us, which we've mentioned a hundred times. So I just think we, we, they wanted to human centipede no, you me and mentioned you. mentioned it a thousand oh, times. Oh, right. Well, we're collective we. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now we're responsible for each other's mistakes. We are a band. <laughs> we go down together. Name a band that's lasted forever. Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> They're sisters. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> So anyway. All right. What do you got? Now this All is right. the dating segment of our of our show. Dating. I think you, I think the reason you're flocking towards these types of I'm jealous articles of you. lately, no, is because you have an emptiness in your heart that you need to fill. In my heart or in my Dr. Young area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Men with these features are best in bed. And I literally don't have a single one of them. So okay, let's hear this it. is why I'm single. Now, this is actually I'm gonna I'm close single. my eyes because I have to picture I'm all so- the guys I've slept with. And I really not want- like there's a ton. Okay. Calm down okay. at home. Calm down. There's not a ton. I can still fit them on both of my hands. Yeah. And I'm 35. That's pretty impressive. Can you really fit them on both of your hands? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can. Are you talking vaginal sex, like penetration or like hand jobs, blow jobs, like in the bathroom at a house party? I don't go and give hand jobs or blow jobs if I'm not getting sex. Oh, hey, that's hot. Guys like a girl like that. (laughs) So this is why I wanted your opinion on it, because this was a survey given to women um, about straight men. So again, I'm not sure. I'm trying to make myself feel better that maybe this isn't 
the same as gays, but I think it is. 4,500 women were polled, uh, asked to name the best physical features on a sexual partner. Sexual, not husband, nothing, not nurture, sex, yeah. sex, sex. Where do you want to start? Bottom or top? <laughs> no, start at the bottom, work your way to the top. Okay, there's 10. Should I do? I'll do them quick. Number 10, high cheekbones in a man. I mean, I just. Well, it's not something I look at all for. No. But ch high cheekbones or chiseled cheekbones chiseled. goes to a chiseled jaw, which True. in turn is very masculine. Yeah. So I could see. I, could I do see have an that. okay jaw. I don't think I have high cheekbones, though, do I? No, no, you don't really have a lot of cheekbones. I have Celine Dion. But you, have a, you do have a chiseled jaw, which makes up for your lack of cheekbones. Thank you. Number nine, glasses. Sexually attractive. It depends on the guy. It depends on the guy. I think it's because glasses usually accompany a suit. And a lot of women find a suit sexy. I also find, too, that glasses is intelligence and i find intelligence super sexy well okay yeah sure. like i just think of that smoldering like you're picturing can i help you your eyes can have it all at hakeem optical yeah definitely not picturing that but okay no, because you know those models they have like hot right, models right. that are really thick like a, models. a thicker rimmed glass yeah so like you know you put glasses i'm thinking on superman okay basically oh, clark Kent. Clark, Kent clark clark, clark Kent. Kent. sorry not Clark Griswold. <laughs> you, I made that face. I looked, I lost all my chin. Give us some salt water, sugar water. <laughs> Number eight, small feet are sexually no, attractive. No, no, That's some bullshit. It's holistic. Not unless you want to fit the whole thing in your mouth. Okay, number seven. I like this one. A snail trail of hair from the belly button down. I, I think that's hot. I like that. But... Again, not something I notice. Number six, brown hair. I love brown hair, men. I don't know a single woman that's like, I like blonde guys. I don't know. Oh, my one. friend, uh, Caesar Squeezer, Michelle Robb, go listen to that episode too. Because she loves blonde men, but they're completely opposite. She's that's black. right. Like she's that. And I've always been very popular among black women. I also think and have this weird theory that women are kind of naturally attracted to people who resemble their fathers. Okay. My dad is tall and has dark hair. But that's a total 180 from what you just said about your friend. But no, Michelle's dad's white. Oh, okay. And he's got blonde hair. He's really, really tall and oh. she likes shorter men. But yeah. You know, I think there's something that's so disgusting. Yeah, he's but blonde with blue eyes. I think you so. might be right. My dad's very macho and horribly yeah. like heteronormative. Well, and especially if you have like a super awesome father that's like you always look up to and you love and admire and then... That makes sense. Except that you would want to have someone that you idolize as your romantic. Yeah, but where I was going was my dad and I didn't have a great relationship, but I still like that type of man. Right. Sexually. So maybe it's just the influence that you've had around your life. Yeah. You're used to seeing those looking men, the men that look that way. But your current boyfriend doesn't, has no, nothing he's, like he's your dad. he's strawberry blonde. But your dad is total opposite of him. Mm -hmm. So um, could you ever date someone who had the same name as your dad? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, see, that's creepy to me. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, it was a little creepy. But I mean, remember when when I dated this guy, I hadn't talked to my dad in many years. So right. maybe it was a bit different. Right. Yeah, here's another thing. Both my mom's husbands had the same name. Weird. That's weird. I don't think I could date another. My know. aunt's former husband, rest in peace, is Chris. And her daughter's fiance is Chris. 
Oh. So Callie, my cousin, her fiance and dad are both Chris. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes names take on their own meaning. Like remember when we named Lincoln, Lincoln, right. That was my ex's decision largely. And we both kind of thought it was weird, but now I can't picture any it's other association, name. right? Yes. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Where were we? This list is going to go on all night. Uh, five tattoos. I, I, I do like a tattoo, but that's because the tattoos are associated with bad boys. Yeah. Like, like naughty. There's just something sexy about them. Jason Momoa. But again, it's like the glasses. Some guys could look really horrible with tattoos. Right. Go ahead. Look, look, your boyfriend's texting up a well, story. I don't know what to do. Answer. I can't. Well, do if it. you open it, you can silence him. <laughs> it's fine. Let's just keep going. You, okay. Number three, piercings. Gross. I don't. I, like I'm not a fan of. But I'm not a fan of piercings. Period. I only had my two in each ear and the bottom of my belly button, which is now gone. Oh. Gone. 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 But that was it. I don't know. I just, I never got onto the piercing bandwagon. No. I definitely like asked my dad if I could pierce my tongue. And he said, no, because your teeth are expensive. Yes. I had a tongue piercing. And the reason I took it out is because I started to notice it chipping Chipping your teeth. Yeah. Right. Because you'd probably sit there and play with it like a little slut. Yeah. You bite it and horrible things. And it's not true that it helps oral I can't believe that's a number three on the list that people find attractive or piercing. That's interesting. I feel like piercings have kind of taken such a a back roll to tattoos. Tattoos are so, everyone has a fucking tattoo right now. But remember, this list is about sexual experiences. So the women were asked. Oh, uh, that's why. your best sexual oh, experience. Shit. Okay. So number two is brown eyes, whatever. But I want to get to number one, a beard. 73% of women said the best sex they ever had was with a guy that had a beard. It's hard to find a guy who technically does not have a beard. Like right now, you're like fairly clean shaven. I just shaved but if you were to rub up on me, that's a beard. Yeah, I guess. Men are never without beards. Yeah. That's what makes a man's face grow, like what it is. I've never met a man who has skin as bare as a, a woman. Right. Even when they're like skin clean, like right yeah. out of the shower, shaven. There's always a little something. You know, even the hot knife or whatever the hell that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that's your smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> the blade. The, right. uh, what's it called? Yeah, right. I don't know. All right, that was the list. Womp womp. I have another list, um, but I think I should skip it. Okay. And go to how your social media posts can predict your breakup. This is obvious. And when you sent me this headline, because we do make sure we don't duplicate. Yeah, um, but I'm, but okay, go ahead. But the go reason ahead. that I didn't like this is because everyone's like social media is now a part of our day-to-day behavior. Yeah. It's like texting. It's like everything. So as soon as that changes, it's no different than someone like not talking to you as often or like, do you know, because it's become so such a big part of our lives. Very, very close. Very close. I was interested on your take on this because you don't use social media like a normal girl our age. Right. You don't post crazy all the time. I don't even think you've made your new dating guy. No. And I don't because that's not something I choose to share on social media. Well, it's different. You know what I mean? You're a public figure, darling. It's different. Yeah. No, I like to like now that I'm not doing that, I like to even when I was on the radio, I like to share my experiences. If I'm home in Vancouver, I want to show you like the scenery. To me, I see social media as like a chance to see through my eyes, not to be like, here's my life. It's not a diary to me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, here's what it said. Uh, easy way to find it. Oh, God, I can't. Sometimes I got to read these before we do this. 
<laughs> a new study out of the University of Texas found that someone's social media can predict their breakup. So they studied a bunch of different uh, breakups and they found that around three months before someone's relationship ends, there's a noticeable change in the language they use, whether they're talking about their relationship or anything in general. So people start using more self-focused words like I, me, and mine, and they start thinking about things less analytically and more emotionally. So you might notice people have bigger reactions to things like lockdowns. I remember too, when my best friend, her now husband was dating her, was dating him then. I remember where quickly, when she moved in, it quickly went from, so what are you doing? Like, I'd be like, so what are you doing tonight? And she'd be like, what we are doing, we are doing. And it was never, no, no, no. I want to know what you are doing so that we can do something together. Yeah. 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 That, but also this is the same as before social media. If all of a sudden your friend's mad at everything in a bad mood, there's something bothering her, you know? So it's the same sort of thing. I don't notice people's like relation. And I have been able to like forecast relationship breaks through texts. Like I know exactly when someone's going to break up with me through their texting habits really oh if you're the one in the relationship yeah easily I just have never been with someone who's always on social media yeah even your guy now isn't really as well follow he's by far the most active that I've ever seen but like as for Facebook and stuff he doesn't mess around with it he does TikToks because they're fun and he does them for his employees he's very good at them right but um oh my gosh we're almost gonna have to have him on the show no that will never happen (laughs) (laughs) So this was kind of uneventful, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that the, the, if it's in research, it must be true. So keep an eye. If you suspect that one of your girlfriends might be dumping her man, maybe you can tell through her social posts. And if you're stressed out about it, try butt plug. Hey, do you got any here? <laughs> oh, you can use a wine cork, cork or the wine thing to, you know, like when you cork a bottle and you, oh, like I own the- all those wine things that can stub the top. I even have one with a big diamond at the back end. Perfect. Cheers. (laughs) Be right back.